So are you at home or are you at a hotel? Uh, my room doesn't look this nice and well lit and painted and like I got scuffed. Dude, marks. your image is like super clear too. You're not yeah. like grainy or robotic. Nice. I got a lot of light sources over here. So you need to buy some lamps for your room. Uh, uh, well, I guess I usually just um, need to get a night light. I really probably some. So how how is a night light gonna help the brightness of the no, room? It's the opposite. Well, it's I don't know. Probably some childhood trauma. Like I do like any every time I stay at a hotel, I I kind of really strategically pick the a light that I can turn on that'll provide some kind of uh, like visual for the front door. No, not, no, not visual, but like uh, what do you call it? Because, for example, the moon, the sun has its own light, its its own light. But then, okay, the moon reflects light, so that's like a albedo, something like that. That's it's it's a, it's a you kind of attribute a factor to it, so it balances light. So what I try to do is I turn on a light in a certain spot so that the room gets lit to a certain extent, so that it feels like a night light. And okay. I haven't looked into it. There might be some fucking childhood trauma that I need a light on. I, I need to get an, an adult. Well, isn't there something about people that can't fall asleep unless they have the TV on? Yeah, I literally, like yesterday, fell asleep and I left the TV on after after list, after watching the State of the Union. Okay, um, you had nightmares, so you needed the light on? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because, for example, uh, Baby Mama, like, she leaves... Like she needs, I mean, she's not that bad, but her mom, her mom is like terrible. If, she, if there's like a source of light, like it feels like her, like her eyelids are like wet toilet paper. Like, <laughs> like she can like immediately pick yeah. up on. on hey man, like, my wife's the same way. If like a phone charging with a blinking notification yeah. or the 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 fucking uh, power strip. It has like a light on it. If it just somehow reflects off the wall and then it hits another wall and it hits the mirror, she's like, and her eyes are closed facing the wall. Is this like a, I don't like a sex or gender thing? I don't even know what to I mean, you need a light. I don't need a fucking light. I can, I can sleep in the lights on, the lights off. It don't matter. Exactly. How about Jimmy? Mm, no, he, he can sleep with either one, but. He does prefer to have a light on, like a like there something on. So is that like case he needs to get up? Or I wonder if we can like look up some studies about that because it's like, like, like I can sleep with the lights on or off as long as I don't have like a direct light in my face. I can kind of doze off and fall asleep with the TV on and one of the lights on, strategically placed, like I said, where it, I'm not kind of looking at like the incandescent. Uh, light because kind of your eyelids kind of but um, up until now like women I've come across they always have that like high photosensitivity I guess if you want to call it that um, and but anyways yeah this is a very well lit room and it's a decent room I'm I'm in Seguin actually Seguin Texas which is about. See, when you told me you were in Seguin, I was like, I thought you typo, like, I'm in some shit, like, 
Because that's what, like, I'm in Seguin, <laughs> like, oh, I'm in some shit, or Segun. Because you're oh, like, I'm, no, I'm like, you mistyped something, like, oh, I'm out of town, Segun. No, I'm this, like, oh, like, <laughs> this is a Seguin, Texas. It's about 38 minutes away from the outskirts of San Antonio, off the I 10, headed east. So, like, east of San Antonio, like, in between San Antonio, but not in between in the middle but like somewhere in between san antonio and houston um and that triangle that you kind of like the whole dfw's houston san antonio triangle um so yeah that's where i'm at so for, for well, come on by with this uh your internet connection there is amazing apparently because there's like no lag no issue really yeah hmm. you should live in the hotel well, just they, might as well. They probably have that T one shit, right? Where they, cause it's a, it's like a, they have a good connection, like, and this whole, like, this is one of the few times we've recorded from while I'm on the road, which is, it's like, uh, I remember at the office I was talking to the IT guy one time, and it's like, oh yeah, it's like T one or so. Yeah, I don't know. He said some, some T T I. Uh, what TI is a rapper. Look, I looked it up. Like, apparently, there is this fear of the absolute dark. Like, the absolute dark or absence of light. Like, we're talking like deep, deep, dark, dark, dark blackness where you can't even see your hand in front of you. Like, that's, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know what that is. It's like, I would imagine that women, like females, mothers, would have that, would like to sleep with a light on because they're kind of taking care of their young and their children. And, and I would imagine men, if we're kind of generalizing, right? it's called a nyctophobia is an extreme fear of night or darkness. No, I'm not, I don't, I don't have an extreme that can cause fear. intense symptoms of anxiety and mm -hmm. depression. A fear becomes a phobia when it's an excessive, irrational, or impacts your daily life. Mm, can, so can, we're not going to say that, but there is there I is can, that fear. I can fall asleep. Like I'm not like here. Like you know, I remember I remember seeing an episode of uh, fuck, what's that one show? Uh, Mar Martel. I don't know if it was Martel or or it was like tipo Joselice Censura. Look, Montel. Montel. I thought it was Montel. Oh, man, Montel Jordan. No, Montel Jordan is a rapper, but Montel <laughs> Williams. <laughs> Montel Williams. I don't know if it was him or the other guy. It was just this is how we do it. Yeah. I forget. But anyways, like, there was just, like, they brought out pickles, and this lady just fucking booked it and was running away from pickles because she had a pickle phobia or something. So I don't have a phobia of the pickle dark. Phobia. But, but. I would rather go to sleep with a little light on. And last night, actually, I went to sleep kind of late. And in my head, immediately it popped up. And I was like, like, if I, I would rather have the, if I'm sleeping on my side, which I usually do, because now I have a gut, uh, <laughs> the dad bod, um, you kind of, I enjoy the little bit of residual light that bounces off the walls. And then I can look or whatever direction. And this is the thing in my head, and this is probably some trauma that we that I need to deal with. But I can I, I tell myself if somebody comes in the room, I can see the shadow, so nobody can sneak up on me. That's kind of okay. what I'm thinking okay. like the whole time. No, and again, but, it's you know, no, no, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, but don't you think it's also that 
addiction we have to the fucking tiny glowing screen we have in front of us that we're used to that that light. And so now that when the light is gone, you start kind of having withdrawals. And well, yeah, but how of, do you explain? How do you explain, for example, Aidea, her mom, other people have come across that they feel comfortable in complete pitch dark. And not not to say that I don't fall asleep in complete pitch dark, but like I have some like I built a I built a bed that looks like a hovering bed, and I put lights in it, and it feels really cool. Like you know, put on the lights and everything, and it kind of sets the mood. And see, I, and, I agree know. with the idea that the the lights are there for like a safety thing. Like you want to get up and go to the bathroom, or you don't want to trip on something, or you know, we've all had that inevitable walking on a fucking Lego with your shoes off. Like yeah, I'm still not, I'm still not there at the Lego phase with the kids. Hey man, you'll you'll get there, yeah. man. But yeah, we'll we'll see what what we can come up with regarding uh the light. I'll, I'll keep you informed. I'm curious now. We should start doing a poll. We do a poll on Twitter or something. But uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Kiondas primos and primas. My name is Freddie, and with me tonight is my primo and yours from Segun Seguin. Sorry, Seguin. <laughs> Texas, El Chicume. Segun Seguin. Segun Seguin. And guys, welcome to the show. Uh, We want to, of course, invite you. This is your first time listening. Hang out for the whole show. We'll promise you something interesting will happen with all the mess we we come up with. But uh, if you're coming back, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate the support. Hey, man, I've been reaching out to some of you. Why? Some of you to get on the show. You keep telling me you're busy. I understand. But it's almost, it's already March. No, like, you enough time. fucking people are like, um, I mean, creators that we usually interview, like, like, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not the one that kind of takes the lead on, on reaching out to people, right? You're usually yeah, the one me. that does that. Um, but like, I can understand, man, people are going full throttle on whatever pent up projects they had coming down the pipeline where you need to kind of interact with people. So then it's like, you know, go, you know, go at it. Like, you know, I mean, you know, and apparently according to the state of the union, you know, that it worked apparently that. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't want to get political, but like, it's weird. Like all of a sudden, I mean, I don't know about California, but within the Texas context, like everybody's out of here, like COVID never existed. Like, like somebody went, it feels like somebody did like I'll control delete and you know, Click, you know. I love how you went alternate. You went alt control delete. And usually it's control alt delete. Fool. Oh shit, yeah. Well, that's some <laughs> well, as long as they're all matched down, partial, right? It's my partial dyslexia, probably. Um, so I'll control delete and it's like, oh COVID is done. And I'm like, uh, well, I can't complain because I, I kind of I'm fortunate enough yeah. that I can work from home and the projects I come and do, I'm by myself in a truck. I'm just kind of overlooking people as they perform the, you know, work that we hire them to do. So I, I, I'm fortunate enough that I don't interact with people. So um, that's kind of from my perspective. Yeah, but everybody's, weird, we yeah. know we have the, the regular friends of ours that come on the show, the chat with us, that, that mingle with us. We'll get them back on. I know once they're able to really share a little more with what they're working on. We've had a few Kickstarters that got funded, so I'm sure. We'll... Meantime, support, support, support. People got to pay the rent. Like, Amen. Um, Everything. Actually, I just picked up, because uh, I, I told Terry Blas, I remember he was uh, writing the yeah, Mauricio I, just, mm-hmm. I, uh, I picked up, finally, finally, I'm sorry it took me so long, Terry, 
I picked up uh, Lifetime Passes. So I'm going to read that. I'm really excited to read it. I was really pumped about it. So if you don't know what that is, it's a book he wrote uh, about, mm, let's say, six months ago or so. At least it launched that long ago. Uh, and it's about a team of teenagers that go to a theme park. And they find out that if somebody in your party dies, you get free lifetime passes. So it's to kind what? of a fun. To what? Yeah. To a theme park. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. So, and now you brought him up. I actually just like commented on one of his posts where I was like, shit, like, I mean, it says a lot to like constantly posting if you're a creator, you yeah. know, because um, he posted something about reptil. And I had already made it a habit of going to the local comic book store and picking up the latest reptile issue with my daughter. And I haven't done it in the last few months. And I haven't gone. Yeah, the, the trade is out. The paperback trade is out. So that's so the then, whole arc. So then I'm, I mean, I'd still like to have the separate issue. That just feels nice to feel that like very fragile, you know, paper. But I was like, oh, I, I need to. You know, it kind of reminded me like good thing. Like, I need because I had already kind of built a habit and we would go and she would like be all happy. Um, and this is in lieu of the fact that libraries aren't open. Because I mean, mine, mine is mine is mine, like, here. Yeah, but not in the past few months. So my daughter's two and a half years old. Just last month, she completed those, I mean, half birthday. <laughs> I hate that. Like, like somebody said, it, today's it says have birthday. I'm like, like I'm like, did I just huh? got his birthday? I was like, no. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about half birthdays. Like, I mean, unless you're less than one year old, which it turns out that I do have a six month old. So that um, matters. Yeah, that matters. But um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, in lieu in my head, for example. Um, my 2.5 year old pre COVID would have already been, we were, we would have already gone to a few about birthday parties, birthday parties where she, she would have had the chance to kind of interact and socialize and become, and, and get, get socialized with people, um, which it's looking like it's going to be, uh, kind of like, a. It's going to be a, a learning experience for her from going to like interacting with like old people to like people her size, right? Nah, um, man. You know, I'll tell you this much. Kids figure it out quick. They they see another kid and they play well, and like they say kids are resilient, but at the same time, like this is a pretty big social experiment that's happening at the at, at the moment like like um we have neighbors and they that just moved in and that this guy has five kids and it's like a 11 7 uh five and a three two three-year-old and then he has like a newborn and when the when my daughter interacts with them like my fucking daughter fucking beats the shit out of them like literally like she just because she deals with us and when she hits me or ah, okay yeah but then when she interacts with those kids, those kids like start crying or whatever. And I'm like, good. She needs to learn that it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. And and then I'm like, I don't know if I'm, I'm if I'm a bad father for doing this, but I'm like, I wish one of them would sock her right now so that she would kind of. Pick, 
Yeah, because, for example, the oldest one, 11, the neighbor, they'll come over and play because we have turtles, chickens, you know, and everything. Um, and anytime that my daughter falls off, fall, you know, falls or whatever, like all of them, all of them come over and pick her up. Like very mindful. And I'm like, God damn, these kids are very well behaved. They come and pick her up and ask if she's okay. And then she slaps them. And then she like <laughs> two seconds later, she's like, let me like let me get all the balls. And she starts slapping them. It's like, no, you need to learn how to fucking socialize with the so that's a kind of like another issue, but well, man, go go get the last reptile. It's good. It's really good. Yes. It introduced. It really yeah. is cool. Is that Eva is in the new Strange Academy issue as well? So one of the characters that well, the character that Terry created, mm-hmm. you know, has been in a few issues now. So that's pretty cool. I hope to have him on the show. Talk, cool guy. So we'll, we'll hopefully get that. But for guys, you can follow me, us me, at me, my yeah, primo's podcast me. on social media. Since Walter never lets me finish, so there you go, guys. I put it out there. You remember? So anyway, yeah, talk I'm, to gonna, us. I'm gonna go pick up those comic books this weekend. Um, I'm headed back to fucking Brownsville next this weekend. There you go, man. Stay out of trouble and just read comic books. Yes, yeah. I'm a fucking. I'm a. I'm a. I'm thinking about like. Take well, I can't take food because I'm supposed to provide receipts <clears throat> for meals and all. But anyway, um, here we are. So. But see, no, I bought the uh, lifetime passes. I'm also trying to get my copies of uh, Sebastian Kadlicic's book. Remember, he had that come out with Scout Comics too. So okay. I'm trying to get that uh, that book, Attack at Acapulco. Uh, I want to I want to read that one. It looks good. So it, it's just a, I'm trying to catch up on my reading, especially my comics. You know, when you go to a comic book shop, you usually get holds and kind of it's okay. Hey, I'm, I want these every week when they come in, they call you. I'm into no, yeah. this one series. I had that set up with me and my daughter to go pick up Reptil. And I got the few calls, but you know, shit gets busy, and I need to go back and pick up the latest issues and get back into that little groove of, um, you know, like I said, in lieu of uh, bookstores closed, comic book stores kind of, you know, came in um, and helped out, kind of establish a reading habit with the kids. So I appreciate that for all the comic book stores out there. Um, that you know, they're private. They're they're private. <laughs> so they they kind of have a little bit more to say. No, man, it's hard. Like your local comic book shop or local game store for me. Like I, I play tabletop games, so I play magic and collect cards. And so when COVID hit, those things took a they were they were shuttered, you know? Well, and like, they like, shut down. What's the good age to get a kid stuck? Because to me, I'm like fucking lame ass fucking nerds. Like a bunch of kids sitting around the table playing cards. But I didn't grow up like that. I grew up you know, different, different than you. And, you know, like every weekend we were fixing a truck, taking apart a motor, putting it back together. A lot of critical thinking, right? But I'm not doing that. So then what I like about that is now that I'm a parent, it's like there's a lot of critical thinking going behind the fact that you have to like strategize and, you know, and it's very entertaining. So then I'm like, I need to, like, that's a good thing to get a kid into, like kind of, Thinking, strategizing, being a critical, independent thinker about how you approach something like, like board that. games in general. Yeah, they're strategy yeah. games. You know, yeah. even Monopoly and Candyland. Candyland's more, for, but you know, Monopoly. Let's use that as an example, right? Mm-hmm. And so that teaches negotiating. That teaches you how to count. Yeah. That teaches you, you know, like how to, it really is. 
fun, fun way, right? Like it's like well, some would argue that's a fuck monopoly because it never ends, but oh, yeah, but like and then it's like I the only reference I have is fucking uh what's it called that thing? Uh from back in the seventies. Dungeons and okay. Dragons, right? Well, yeah. Play. They always talk about Dungeons and Dragons, but I've seen you play with your buddies back when you were in uh, what's it called? The uh, living up north in North, north Richmond, north, 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 yeah. North. No, I played uh, I played magic. I yeah. collected when I was younger, real young. I did magic. I was like in junior high, high school when that came out, so I was playing that. Um, I always got interested because the thing is, I read a lot, man. I didn't really go out. My dad and the weekends were. Go pour concrete by hand and mix it in the street and pour it and lay yeah, it. And but the but the simple like I told you, me and my dad, we were, and my brothers were taking apart motors, fixing something always. So then, there's a, like that critical thinking process of kind of there's a step one, two, three, and you can't skip any of them. Like you have to like take a shit and then wipe. You can't wipe and then take a shit, right? So then. True. You say you yeah. do have a slight dyslexia, so yeah, yeah exactly. I've done that before. So, <laughs> but point being is that there's like a a process that you go, yeah, and you know, and, and you're, I imagine, like as a little kid, your brain starts kind of like, no, it's know, it's it is, it helps. There's like a set, yeah, rules and how you do it, taking turns, uh, obviously, like tabletop games and like board games and card games get complicated. And it's not just for kids, but it is fun. Like James will play with me. He'll play magic. But what's shitty is that he'll play and then he's like, all right, I know how to do this. And if I feel like I'm it, bored. <laughs> I'm going to go do something else. Which which my brain is old. But if I sat down with you, I'm like, this is stupid. I'm going to flip over the table, right? Like, <laughs> I just want to like, anytime that I'm playing on a table, it's beer pong, right? So I've never, I've never been the type. But at the same time, I've had other outlets that my dad provided in terms of, again, like, I'm not the best at diagnosing what's wrong with the car, but, like... No, but an example, like, why why do people give more uh, cred to somebody that plays chess really well and go, oh, man, that guy's amazing at chess, but, oh, fuck, lose a geek because we're playing D&D or playing oh, Magic. For example, me as an outsider, I don't see the difference between fucking poker, chess, checkers card game like to me it's all fucking within the same wheelhouse of like like you know like even these motherfuckers that grab like the 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 cube the rubik's cube yeah you know like it's fucking crazy so i don't downplay i don't downplay any of that and that's the one thing that i'm like yeah that's a very that's something healthy that at least me growing up with my background that's something that okay that's stupid um, but at the same time, I did get uh, somewhere else that I could kind of like invest my, you know. Like, I don't know. I always felt like I, I gravitated towards that because mm-hmm. I read a lot. Fantasy stuff was cool. I was interested. And it was always around. Like you kind of the Venn diagram, mm-hmm. you know, comic books and tabletop games kind of cross. And I got into magic really early and Yu-Gi-Oh! when that came out. And I was good. Yeah, like, I, my, I, like my I, brain... My brain adapted. I, I got into the lore of it, the story of it. Uh, you get into the rules, like you said, and you just start the creativeness behind it because you you're putting your you're basically your brain against the other guy's brain against this fantasy game, and it's fun. You know, kind of people that play video games and all that, right? But and it's and it's the same thing. Like um, on my end, I'm a more mechanical person. 
Like my dad would take apart motor, motores and transmissions and you look at how complex the inside of a motor is or a transmission and it's like scary. But then you're, my dad would like, como que nada, like nothing, start taking shit apart. And then you start seeing it. It's like this, like, like, it's like a Swiss watch, you know, like everything, everything has a reason for being there. And it doesn't make sense, but then you kind of start learning. And the same thing with you and cards and chess or whatever. And it, everything doesn't make sense, but it does make fucking sense. You know, like there's a fucking method to the madness, right? Um, so that's like, it's something good that obviously I'm not going to be taking apart motors, right? Like I saw my dad do it. I had the fortune to, to do that. But then that builds critical thinking, and point being is a kind of building or providing a space for your kids to kind of uh, exercise that critical thinking muscle so that Look, they, man, like you know? math, imagination, critical thinking, all that goes into magic. Everything involves math, imagination a little bit and just and also you're socializing. You're talking to people, you're bluffing, you're you're trying to, yes. to yeah, negotiate you're right about that, like. I can't socialize with the motors. <laughs> I mean, but look, let's flip that. I was curious. I have a question for you. So, mm -hmm. you know, me and Lucia were talking the other day about how the word self-care has been kind of abused. Mm -hmm. The term self was it self-care was more like, hey, take a moment out of your day, out of everything going on in the world. I know you got family, you got stuff to do, you're busy, you have responsibilities. Take a moment out of that day and take care of yourself, be it a hobby treating yourself with like, uh, I don't know, massage, pedicure, uh, you know, whatever you want to, you know, do to make yourself feel mm -hmm. taken care of, right? Is that, Am I wrong to say that that's kind of the original meaning behind it? Um, be it a mental release, be it a physical release, be it something where, right? <clears throat> I mean, I think that to a certain extent, my old brain wants to say that it's abused. You know, but at the same time, um, I can still harken back to a time where um, no phone, no this, no that, completely disconnected, figuring out where you're going by checking the map, you know. So then in today's age, which is a much, much more fast paced, um, we as an older generation, we can just kind of like, eventually we're just kind of hit, I don't give a fuck, right? If you can acknowledge that, like, you can literally say, I don't give a fuck. But for the younger generation, it seems like it's, their life encompasses more of this more connected world. So to them, it's like, I, they, they're constantly connected, they're constantly present, they're constantly this, this and that. So does their brain, it would be an interesting conversation to have with Jimmy. I always refer to Jimmy because that's kind of my, my, my um, what do you call it? My, my totem um, in terms of how do, how, how do I uh, begin to understand what the needs are going to be of later generations, a.k.a. my kids, right? So okay. um, I would kind of refrain from judging. No, well, here's why. Here's why we, I even asked that question, right? Here's Here's mm -hmm. why. Because I've seen more often than not people that I know, okay, mm -hmm. on a personal level, they take self-care as an excuse to just be lazy and not do anything. They'll go, well, I'm not doing that because today's a self-care day. And I'm like, hold on. What do you mean self-care? He goes, yeah, man, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to help you move or 
oh, we need to, hey, we need to go take care of business and go do this, this thing you told me you were going to help me do. No, I can't do it. Self-care kind of day. Like, okay. Or they'll ignore things that one would say, hey, maybe you it should. Needs, it needs to get done. Yeah. It needs to get done. But yet you're saying you're self-care and I'm hating on that self-care and I'm now I'm being looked like as the antagonist that I'm attacking older. you. Because you're older. Because you're older. It's that That's what it is. Because you're older. Because, again, we... It'd be interesting what it'd be interesting what psychoanalysts will write about in terms of what we experience life as and what later generations also do in terms of being able to disconnect. Like me and you, um, in older generations, we we know this is um, I forget who said this. Um, I think Dave Chappelle or Joe Rogan or something like that. Not that I agree with everything they say, but um at the end of the day, like Twitter is Twitter, Facebook is Facebook, Instagram is Instagram, but the real world is out here. I have to work. I pay my rent here. Unless you're making a living through that medium, I understand that. But besides that, it's like, you know, so I'm busy. I'm busy when working. you look it up, right, like the term itself, it says self-care has been defined as the process of taking care of oneself with behaviors that promote health and active management of an illness when it occurs. Individuals engage in some form of self-care daily with food choices, exercise, sleep, and dental care. That doesn't fit into the, no, I'm not doing shit today. I mean, although, 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 although it feels like, I'm again, this is just my perspective, but okay. although it feels like those things are very benign, but they're very psychosomatic, right? Like the fact that you take a 10-minute nap during the day while you're at home. Like, for example, you, you take your one hour lunch break, right? Like, okay. do you eat the whole time? No, you probably eat quick and then you sit down, chill, look at your phone, sit down, take a, you know, close your eyes, boom, and then you come back, you're energized, right? That's but let's say that my son that, isn't doing well, isn't doing well, and he needs help in a class. But I said, no, mijo, it's a self-care kind of moment right now. I'm not going to help you. Or I see that my kid, long story short, a kid has been ignored because they're on their own too much no, 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 just no, no, because no. I'm no. doing my own thing and I'm taking care of me. It's self-care. No, like, like short story long. Um, sublime. Okay. Hard work good. Hard work fine. But first take care of head. Ding, 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 right? So even then, like it's like that's a like a pothead thing, right? Like, <laughs> like from that song, but like, yeah, like it's good to work hard, like work hard, play hard, that whole fucking bullshit. But you're at two extremes, right? Work hard, play hard. <clears throat> there's an in-between, right? Like, yeah, like um sometimes you just want to relax, you know what I mean? So okay, there's some yeah. times, yeah. but when sometimes becomes more than sometimes that's the problem that I'm getting into. I've had personal situations where things are not being handled accordingly. Like there is an issue that could impact the child, for example, right? Mm -hmm. That if they were more involved, okay. Then can, can I ask you, is this related more to personal life or work life or a combination of just in general? Like in I've general. seen the, the, the phrase me and Lucia were talking because we know some friends and that they throw that term around very loosely, like with almost a lot of the things that they're doing. Okay. Can I give you, can I give you one example? So mm -hmm. I'm right here out here 
were working. I work with a lot of like older people, like construction type guys, very like boat, like this is like, um, you have to have a thick skin pretty much, right? Okay. You, All right. Around, you say some crazy shit, <laughs> they say some racist shit and you just kind of like, you know what? <laughs> and then you say fuck you to them. But everybody moves along. The machine keeps moving, right? But you kind of understand each other. Um, and I talk shit back, but, you know, sh- the machine keeps moving, right? So, um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, for <laughs> example, okay, here you go. Um, for example, um, yesterday, because I'm kind of managing some crews here and everything, and I'm with one crew, and then this other person is with this other crew, and then she, t- this other person tells me, uh, by hey, my crew, um, it's they're like around twelve o'clock. They they shut down and be like, hey, we're not going to continue working. And I told her, oh, what's going on? And she tells me, oh, one of the guys is not feeling well, so they're going to call it a day. Okay. Okay. They're going to call it a day. This is like around noon, around noon, right? And then I told her what's going on. It's all oh, he's feeling sick. Okay, cool. Eh. And he take and they take yesterday. They took the rest of the day off. And I told her, how about tomorrow? Are they gonna okay if they feel better? Okay. So then, as I was coming into the hotel today, I ran into the guy that was feeling sick. I didn't know it was him, but I came in um, and I told him, hey, like, because he was trying to get more towels for his room. And I told him, like, it's like tall ass fucking African American kid. Fucking tall, like tall motherfucker, right? Young, virile, and everything, you know, like like. And I'm the reason I'm saying that is because it's like when you're young, it feels like certain physical things shouldn't stop you, right? Like as a young man, certain things shouldn't stop you. At least the way we were raised, like it feels like I told him, "Oh, you're feeling better." Is like, are you the one that kind of had the the felt sick and he's like yeah and he's like what happened i went to chili's chili's is like right across the street from this hotel i went to go eat there and then i i didn't feel good i'm like you're feeling better and then he's like yeah cool man cool i didn't i didn't criticize him i didn't do anything but at the time when they mentioned it it's like what's wrong with him oh he has a he has a tummy ache he has a little tummy ache he has a little bit of bit of tummy ache and in my head, I'm like, what? He has a tummy ache? Like, I've done that. Like, I, I, when I grew up, like, when I started working here, like, oh, I have a bad stomach. You get your shovel. You go take a shit. You bury it. And then you continue working. <laughs> right? And then the the, the the drillers that I was talking to, um, the drillers that I was talking to, they asked, like, oh, how's the other crew doing? Oh, they shut down because one of the guys is feeling sick. And right now, because of COVID, everybody was like, oh, you know, it might be COVID. And I was like, no, it's a stomach ache. And it's like, oh, he has a stomach ache. And they're like, you, that fucking little motherfucker, you know, like he's being a little pussy, right? That's in their, in, in the words that they said. And you kind of also share that same th- thought process as a, as a, you know, like knee reaction, right? But then you're like, no, that's good. Like, like he, they, sh- like, if he doesn't feel well, let I appreciate what I'm trying to get at is that I appreciate that from his generation because he said, I'm not feeling well. I need to take a break. I need to feel better. 
So then they shut down and then they continued to work the next day. No big deal. Nothing lost. No, like the world's not going to fall apart. The economy is not going to stop continuing rolling, whatever you want to call it. But I do appreciate that he kind of acknowledged what he was going through, had enough self-worth to say, hey, this is what's going on. I need a break. When on the other hand, me or you, what 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 what, what would you have done? <clears throat> I'm sick. I have food poisoning, possibly. I'm staying in the hotel. I would have done the same thing. That's not the same thing that I'm trying to get to. If you're sick, no, if you're feeling sick, yeah, that's one thing. But if you just don't feel like doing something because you want to use the excuse of, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm self care, that's the issue that I'm coming across. Okay, let me ask you this why are you disconnecting the brain from the body? Like the brain no, is not. part of the body. So if you're not feeling well I'm not. here, you know what I mean? Like if you're Walter, not feeling one, this is the thing. It's not about feeling. One thing is once in a while, I'll go and play card games with my friends. Once mm-hmm. every once in, once a month or twice a month, I'll go out for a few hours and play card games with my friend. That's my self-care, right? I guess you want to use that phrasing. I'm mm-hmm. blowing off some steam, yeah. maybe having a drink, vetting some, talking to my friends, play a card game, and I'm, I come home for the night. Right, that you can say I can say oh that's kind of my self care right, my mm-hmm. brain is getting a different type of uh, interaction than it usually it's does the rest of the week. Yeah. Right, I'm relaxed. I'm not worried about my son. I know my wife's okay. I know everybody's okay. I'm right here. That's a form of self care. Now, mm-hmm. the example I'm trying to get to is that there are responsibilities that we have, like you said, your job, family, mm-hmm. kids, a significant other. And when the single example, three out of five of the days of the week, you're self-caring and not going out with them because, of, hey, I thought we were going to go out. No, it's kind of one of those self-care nights. I got to just do me. Okay, cool. Or, hey, you know what? Like, let's okay, uh, so go ahead and. and what, what is what is your your complaint or <clears throat> critique of that? No, the, the, the reason I asked the question is because is it that the wording self-care has has been abused because i agree with you when the mind or the body mm-hmm. are in a position where they need they feel stressed in whatever way right no matter what barometer we use to measure yeah, stress yeah, levels you yeah, did fucking go look at your horoscope burn some whatever whatever yeah hey man if a crystal flickered the wrong way and you feel some kind of way about it fine but if it if it's if it's being come on it's been abused because i feel like, like self-care had a great intention uh-huh. Of like, hey, let's acknowledge during these times, especially the mental effects of, you know, being on your own. Okay, so let me, let me. Okay, so let me put kind of. Okay, so that's where. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what to call it. I don't want to say the free market because fuck the free market is not as free as as you would assume. But for example, um, if somebody acts that way. Um, I don't like me, I, I, I've managed people and I've had that come across where they'll, they'll tell me like last minute, Hey, hey Walter, I'm not feeling well, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Feel better, get better. And then I fucking pick up and haul ass and go cover what they're, whatever they were supposed to do, you know? And it's because I trust them. And if I don't, I give them the benefit of the doubt. And if they turn out to fuck up, that's on you. You know, at least I did my part in kind of giving you the benefit of the doubt, but you know, when a person is being genuine, you know, the person like you fucking know, like when you start kind of interacting more like the psychology, like 
Pero la gente se aferra, dude. Not, that word, that phrasing has mm. been used like, hey, man, it's self-care. Sorry. To do. Or if someone overspends and then a month later they're like, hey, man, I'm, I'm dying here. And you're like, well, what happened? I thought you were treat yourself. You know, like it's a treat yourself every weekend. Like you can't treat yourself every weekend. I mean, I mean, we just got through a pandemic. We're about to see World War Three and the decimation of the world as we know it. So you have to be patient with each other too. Like, goddamn. And but it, you know, I don't know. It's a, there's a lot of moving parts, but I do. I get think what that you're we're saying. too. We're at a point where, like I said, the phrase unfortunately got twisted. Like people are using it as, oh hey, you know what? Like I have anxiety, and now you, you, I have anxiety you, for everything. You know, like you you exist in a more corp, like corporately structured world. I want to say, because where I I'm suppose. coming, yeah, where I'm coming from, you don't. I don't hear much of that at all. It's like, hey, you're fucked up. You're fucked up. How are you feeling? You're good. Can you do this? No. Okay. Like I've had situations where it's so hot out, hot outside. Where I see these guys like, like fucking collapse, macho macho man. You know what I mean? Like macho, yeah. macho. Like I, I'm just sitting there watching them work, and I'm fucking sweating balls about the collapse. And I always carry a cooler full of ice. The company pays for the ice and the waters and everything. And I just kind of hand them out and shit. Sometimes I get fucking ice cream, and it's like you know, like I need my electrolytes, right? Um. Uh. So then. It's a, I told him, like, hey, like, if you don't come and ask me, like, hey, I need to go, I need to go hop in the car, man. It's too hot. And I immediately tell him, like, don't ask me. Just go do it. And if you slow down, take a 15-minute break, 20, 30. Like, yeah, but if the fucker does it every half hour and it's that you happened. Have... It's, it's happened, though. It's happened. Reputation ever... now. No, 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 no. Wait. Have you ever been <laughs> Laredo? No. In 110-degree weather. No. Near the border, sweaty falls no. under a bridge. No, but if, no. if no. is the thing, no, no. I, I'm with you, but you're going to no. tell me as a project manager out there on the field doing your job, right? Then everybody needs to go home because if this cat is every 15 minutes, can't be in the heat, then he I've can't be it. here. I've, I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it to the point it's like, hey, because um, typically when we do these type of jobs, sometimes they, they typically have two helpers, right? And and I tell him like the other if the other helper can continue, I'll even pitch in and start like doing manual stuff and everything. But if it's slow, it's like, hey, let's hop in the car, let's go take a break. Fuck, let's take it, let's take a two-hour lunch, motherfucker. I don't care. I don't want anybody collapsing and dying on my watch. Sure. Like, like like I don't have anybody like which at the same point, which is something you have to also acknowledge. You've been in your industry for so, so long. I've been in my industry for so long. We know the ins and outs. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I know what the quota is. I know what to expect. And I've planned and given myself enough wiggle room to complete a project, right? And if you're a shitty manager, a shitty person, you're going to continue to push people, people like, so then you always kind of account for certain, you know, contingencies to kind of get the work done. So then when I see somebody like, hey, but I will say this too. I was at a project in Laredo. It was hot as fuck. Just so, just so that you also get the other side. Um, it was really hot. 
Everybody was sweating. Every, like I had one guy throwing up and I went to go get water and fucking Gatorade. And then I brought it to them and then I, they hop on the car and the guy was like kind of pushing himself. And I'm like, no, don't like hop in the car, take your time. And the driller, this motherfucker, he's younger. This motherfucker is like going, going, going. It's like, how does this person continue to go? He's much younger, right? And then I tell him, hey, let's take a lunch, a long lunch. Cool. So then the hotel was literally across the street from the project. So then I pick up lunch, like at a Chick-fil-A. Um, and then... I go to my room. As I'm walking to my room, I see the crew getting off the car at noon with a six pack of Lone Stars. Mira nomás. No, 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 not a six pack. Because a six pack, no, they had a box. It was a 24 pack. A 24 pack of fucking Lone Stars. And they see me and I look at them and I'm like, I didn't see this. Go take your break. I'll see you after lunch. So there, there is an abuse that happens too. Even, even in this whole macho world where you have all these motherfuckers like, you know, like um, where, but then I do get the whole thing you're saying in terms of like self-care, mental care for people that work more in an office setting. <clears throat> you're, you're not dealing, because it's like, to me, it feels a, a lot more, to me, it feels a lot more, I feel a lot more compassion to the work that people are performing because it's sort of like, uh, I remember in school where they would say like man versus nature, right? Because you're dealing with the elements, rain, cold. Extreme. Yeah, but I think you're missing what why I brought even the question up, right? Mm -hmm. Like I get the idea, like I'm, no one's going to judge you for physically doing work if they're physically sick, they can't do it, stay home, do what you got to do. That's mm -hmm. the norm now, right? Yeah. But what I'm getting at is the term itself got perverse. It got twisted up because it used to mean something where, damn, okay, we as a, as a whole are acknowledging that we are all individuals. We have individual physical bodies, stress levels, mental stress. Uh -huh. And okay. when someone has that break let's, let's, and go, let's, hey, let's I, put a, let's put I, I can't handle this anymore or let's, I, let's I need a, a break. Let's put, a, let's put a number on it. Let's put a number on it. Like how many times a week is this person doing this? Four, five, four or five times a week. They're just like, today's one of those days where I can't. Okay. So now that my engineering brain got some numbers in it, um, yeah, that's too much. That's that person is in the wrong industry. They need to no, and we're talking about just work. Here's my friend. She's uh -huh. in. She's in Cali. She has a, a relationship with somebody for a very long time. They're not married, but she mentioned this to me, and she says that my partner, more often than not, will say, "No, I can't," because it's one of those days where I just. I'm just, I'm yeah, just not four, there. Four, like, and four times a week, he goes to work. Like he goes to work because he work, he works in like kind of like hybrid, you know, office mm -hmm. and home. He goes to work, comes home, uh, and then when it's like, hey, we got to get shit done in the house. let's not. It's it's one. No, it, let's no, take no. a mental health day, or let's no. take a self care day, or let's no. treat ourselves. And she's like, dude, like it's cool. Like twice a week, maybe the weekends or no, whenever we're no, off. But no, no. she's like stressed out because she's like, "Fuck!" Like I need a break from this environment because of how no. he's not doing what he needs to do as a partner. 
that's using called, that as an excuse. That's called strategic incompetence. I've worked with people <laughs> like that. I've never been in a relationship with people like that, but I have worked with people like that where like they'll tell me like, hey, Walter, can you go do this? And I'm like, uh, don't you have that other motherfucker over there doing nothing? In my head, right? I'm like, uh, isn't such and such available? And they're like, no, 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 because uh, I'd rather not send them because they suck. And I'm like, okay, fuck it, I'll go do it. They sabotage then, on purpose. But then but then you interact with that person, and that person's like on the weekend, like fucking lit, fucking, you know, energy up to the rim, overflowing. And the big thing is that I want to touch about it because, like, mm-hmm. yes, like you said, it's, it's sabotage. And I say it's that so word's been abused yeah. because, yeah, because they have a kid, right? And I have a kid. Everybody's got a kid. Like she's got a kid, and she mentioned, like, man, you know what? I feel like he's on his own too much. Like, hey, there's the fucking computer, and there's the Xbox, and that was chilling. And he's like, hey, what about you and the baby? Or we know he's not a baby anymore, but you know, what about you and the kiddo? I mean, he's good. I'm good. We're taking. We're, wait. We're we're doing our mental health. We're we're basically we're self caring right now. Like he's really abusing that word, and I started laughing in my head. And I go, I start seeing things like on social media and just around my personal life, not to that extreme, but something similar where they even use it as a joke. Oh, it's a mental health day, homie. And it's like, oh, like that's just a joke now. That's just an excuse to not do shit. And that's why I'm saying the word was is become abused. Well. Or the phrase, I should say. I mean, put it this way. I've 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 kind of been around this shit enough and interacted with people enough to where I don't know if let me know if this makes sense. Um okay. like I've man I've managed people. I have the fortune of managing people and um or disfortune, right? Depending on how you look at it. Um, but then you have, for example, five people that work with you, right? Okay worth with you and then you have two motherfuckers that are like fucking solid they're solid and i come through with them they come through for me like i've had situations where like hey man like i need you at a certain place at three o'clock in the morning can you do it and they're bitching and moaning and they're like fuck it i'll do it because they like me because i come through with them right so i got these two guys right and then I got the uh, these other people, guys, girls, whatever it is, that I know that they're a revolving door. Like these three people, two people, I know that I'm, I can't count on them. They're just there for the, you know, period of time that they're kind of, you know, supposed to be there. But I know that if I call them, they'll be like, they won't even answer or just like whatever. No, and that's cool, and that's completely fine. I just need to know where, what I'm working with. But then again, what happens there, and it's not to any, it's not like you're taking it out on them, but then you know that those other two people that are willing to put in the work, they're going to move up. And then all of a sudden, if somebody tells you like, hey, Walter, I need this, or I need somebody to do this, or I need this position just opened up, like, who am I going to go with? Like, the more reliable person or the not so reliable person, Right. And this is not to anybody's detriment. If you're if you want to take so many self-care days, good for you. Just kind of, for example, if, if if an employee told me, like, hey Walter, like um, I'm not good for tomorrow. Cool. It gives me time to move shit around, plan things, 
and kind of adjusting so that it gets covered. The job gets done. Okay, cool. That's what they're paying me for, right? They're not. But what about in your personal life, though? What if you have a partner like my friend? Like she's like. No, that, that's where it sucks. That that's that's where it sucks because you can't really place a monetary value on that, and that's where it's kind of very you you end up overburdening overburdening the person that you're you're taking that person for granted. So going back to like the work workplace example. That's where that other person moves up, moves up, moves up. Or if they go somewhere else, they put you as a reference and they'd be like, hey, this person is fucking amazing, you know? But then the other person, they'll fucking quit and won't even give you a two weeks notice. They're not obligated to. This is a, you know, uh, what do you call it when you work on? Um, Contract uh, or? No, no, the opposite. Like, you don't need to give your. Like you, you don't need to give your two weeks. You can leave whenever the fuck you want, you know. Um, but anyways, um, those other people that don't do that or don't have that work ethic, that's okay. Because as a as a manager, you kind of plan for that. You're supposed to plan for that. So then, those other people, it's like fuck it. That's okay. You can't come in today. Let me. Now it sucks when they don't tell you in time with enough time where you can kind of like figure shit out and kind of plan. So then those other people within the job market, those other people will continue to rise because they'll continue. Like if, if they stay where you're at, you'll recommend them to move up and get better pay, higher pay, more responsibilities, more flexibility, right? Sometimes it translates into that. But then the other people, they ask you like, no, you can't really rely on that person. I'm not going to put my hand in the fire for that person. Now, if you take it into the relationship or close closer to home, it's it's tricky. It's tricky. That's where, like, if you're taking, like, more than one day of self-care a week, that's um, – that, So let me ask you, what do you – for you, Walt, you, Siete Chikume, Walter, what's a self-care day for you? Like, straight up, like. Okay, this is what I would do as a day, a legit self care day for you. Besides alcohol, um, which I need to kind of cut back on. Um, I mean, because I've had days where you kind of feel anxious and stuff, and yeah, and and I mean, it depends. Like, if you find yourself like if you're a parent, like to me, like just kicking it with my daughter, like it's just such a release. It's like. She has this, everything's amazing, you know, you, 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 you go, like, you go and take the trash out the night before trash day, you open the door, you walk outside, you put her shoes on, she comes outside, she looks up, she sees the moon, and she's like, the moon, la luna, the moon, la luna, that's like the most amazing thing, and it's like, makes you forget about shit, it makes you forget that you're fucking neighbor is taking up all the fucking parking in front of your fucking house and you're not supposed to fucking take because you're parking and then you're having to fucking park your car in front of your house so that they don't take up all the fucking parking you see where i'm coming from right yeah then it's like to me that's kind of the thing but if you don't have that maybe you work out maybe you go play soccer maybe you go yeah other things you go fucking take apart a motor and put it back together there you go and take pictures and post it on instagram and then you become famous or you go fucking play magic, play cards, yeah. like these these other releases that you need to kind of have. Um, or you go get your, or, or you go get the shit beat out of you, like Jimmy. I think he's he's pretty good at wrestling, right? Well, he actually has a, a competition he's going to on Saturday. 
Mm. He's going to go compete in Naga, North American Grappling Association. Mm. He's going to compete Come anywhere on. from 90 to, to 110 pounds. It's a huge jump there. Wrestling. Uh, wrestling. Well, it's jujitsu. But it's, you know that makes it easy to understand. Hmm, can I get him like a belt or something with his name on it or something? <laughs> I would wait. <laughs> I would. Oh, he, you know, I don't know. He'll grow out of his gi or something. But yeah, you can talk to him whenever you no, eventually but see the him. Point, but the point being is that you need. Re- I don't know. I, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, the, you need to find some releases and 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 of course, like, I'm not an expert. I'm just kind of coming off. Of yeah, I mean, look, I'm coming from my my perspective, right? An example you mentioned earlier, right? Like, uh, with alcohol, right? Like, people say, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, I'll drink a beer too. I'm chill. I'm relaxed." And that's my little self-care moment, a glass of whiskey and a book. You know, okay, cool. Yeah, but if you sit there and you pound a bottle every other night and you can't get up in the morning and, oh, it's self-care night, that becomes a self-care yeah. morning because of self-care week. Like, there's an so, issue so there. Let me ask you a question. There, there's such a thing as high-functioning alcoholics, high-functioning drug addicts. High so is there high-functioning self, self-care addicts? Well, that's the thing. We're high-functioning depressed people. That's what mm, I'm trying to get at. Okay. Okay. So then, like, there's people that can. Okay. I'm like, hearing you. Yeah, I, I've worked with people where, like, they pounded so much the day before. And I'm like, what are you doing out here in 110 degree weather working? Like, I don't see how you do it. You know. So then it's like, is is there such a thing as a high functioning depression? High I think so. I think you're right. I mean, if we look at that situation with my friend, right? Maybe there's something else. And the only reason I'm saying is because I've had days like that too. Like I'm fucking down, depressed, but I don't know if it's the work ethic. I don't know if it's the work ethic or the mortgage or the mortgage. (laughs) I still get up, get my ass there. And, you know, like, like you said, maybe there is a a touch of depression in there that this person don't want to acknowledge it. And they just want to be that hidden away, lazy, if you will. Situation, not investing in their family themselves, the how the home, let's say, and just a little, a little bit, a little bit selfish. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're all selfish. We're all hypocrites. We're all kind of looking out for ourselves. So that's not. That's what I mean. It's okay to do the little things for you, like. She goes, man, you know, our parents, you know, they work hard, right? They always work, 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 work. But she would tell me that there would be times where we would sneak away to eat a fucking burger by herself where she didn't have to split it between three kids. Mm-hmm. You know, Lucia told me one time uh, a story where she saw her mom eat a paleta by herself, escondidas, because she had five kids. Imagine she like, could like, do that. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of watching all these like shows of where like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say I don't want to racialize it, but he always sees like this white mom smoking a cigarette outside the house. And she doesn't supposedly smoke. Like, didn't Marge Simpson do that in one of the episodes? I think she her hair I, fell out. And all I, that know, shit. I think it might be Malcolm in the Middle, maybe that that in the Malcolm in the Middle series. But um, but yeah, I I, I get it. Like, um, we do have to give ourselves space and all that stuff. But it's um, it's interesting. Like, um, I don't know. I just want to throw it out there because we talked about it, and me and her were kind of going like, damn, like. I get people that legitimately need a break, you know, or the single mom that has three kids and it needs a little break and needs needs a night to herself. And, you know, okay, cool. Hey, do you take care of you. Make just treat yourself. Right. Yeah, for example, like today, baby mama, um, 
the kids were at my parents. I'm out here in Seguin, so I can't pitch in. Seguin. Seguin, 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 right? <laughs> um, so then I'm out here. She's out there. The kids are at my parents. My parents are taking care of them. We're fortunate enough that they can, like, pitch in with the child care. Um, and, and she and she was at the, because they're doing, like, a two days at home, three days at the office right now. Um, and she told me, like, hey, I got off of work early today. I don't know what to do. And she like legitimately said, I don't know what to do. And then was like, damn. So like, you have to start finding yourself without your kids. Right. Like, and I'm sure that's happened to you even more recently now that Jimmy's become a lot more independent. Um, especially for, for Lucy. Cause she, she did a lot of like, she stayed, she was a stay at home. Right. Uh, for, for a big period of time. Um, so then it's like, I told her, like, well, fucking go get a pedicure, manicure or something. He's like, I already did that. And hmm. she's like, well, go do something. He's like, I'm going to go to sleep. And I was like, you know what? Like, sleep is beauty sleep. So she want to go take a nap. And I was like, yeah. And, but she was kind of telling me, because my parents are my parents, and they're the ones taking care of the kids. And sort of she was using me to kind of not feel guilty that she was having my parents take care of the kids while she did nothing, AKA she rested. And I told her, no, go take a rest, go like, go sleep, go, you know, like enjoy four hours of interrupt, un uninterrupted sleep. So then that's where you're kind of, um, but then that's people that are being mindful and I'm like, shit, I'm very selfish a lot of times, I, I think. Um, but that's where I was, asking you to quantify how, how how often that other person did it. Like, if this motherfucker is doing it, like, three, four, five times a fucking week, like, that's pretty fucking heavy for the other person, you know? That's what I'm saying. So, like, that, that type of a thing is, is abuse, right? That the word self-care even gets thrown around as a joke, like, Oh, it, it, I'm just doing it because it's self-care or I'm treating myself. Like the phrasing gets up thrown around so much, it's it's broken. It doesn't mean the same thing anymore, unfortunately. And and, and, and so and, and it's true. I I'm gonna concede that that um initially it did mean a lot more, but in more recent, it had more depth. I felt like it had more weight, more depth. Now it's like, like come on, man, like, you can't use that as an excuse, like you're just fucking lazy. You don't want to do anything. Fine. Yeah. I'm lazy. I won't do anything. No. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Don't judge me. It's a self-care. Self <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, fuck you. Like, let's be real for a second there. I could sit here and tell you that I get stressed over a lot of things, right? And we've talked about it I'm off the air and on the air, too. Like, I've had a lot of things. Everybody has things. We can't... I can't measure mine against yours. It's not fair. Period. To anybody. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm never going to understand what you're going through. You can try to tell me what you're feeling when you're going through, right? We can kind of try our best to be uh, uh, empathetic, uh -huh. right? Yes. But I'm never going to, my stress levels to, I, for example, what you're doing every day, I would think, oh, shit, impossible for me and vice versa, right? If I had to be put in your shoes, am I going to walk away like, oh, shit, I need a fucking mental health day after that? I don't know. It's different. But I just, it does put a chip on my shoulder when I hear people 
say it's a self-help day when it's just a bullshit phrase you're throwing around as opposed to where it's legit. And then, and then three hours later, they're at a Bad Bunny concert that- There you go. People can- afford. Hey, but that's their self-help. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, so Man, that was a- I didn't think that topic would take us this far, Walter, to be honest with you. I thought no, you'd be like, it is, no. It is yes. something, I mean, we're not out, we're not kind of demonizing ostracizing people no. that kind of, you know, jump into it. But um, because because I was listening to NPR and a few kind of, they were kind of doing some analysis of, um, for example, they had, I forget where it was, but there was like firefighters, right? Um, and firefighters, um, they don't, at least from the example they were giving, the firefighters didn't have a limit on six days, sick days. So okay. if they were sick, they could call in and they'll be like, okay, cool, sick day. But then they started noticing that everybody's sick days was either on a Friday or on a Monday. Right? Okay. Yeah. So then the managers, so if you're a manager, the manager started saying, like, this doesn't make sense. This is kind of sneaky. Everybody's taking a sick day on a Monday or a Friday, the majority. So then they started, or maybe not even the majority, like, as soon as you see something out of the ordinary, you kind of start, like, your brain starts going, like, you know, you start not trusting people. So then immediately they they they, they try to implement a rule saying um, if you take, they, they put a cap on the sick days. That's what I'm trying to say. So they put a cap on it. So then as soon as they did that, the rest of the people, all of a sudden sick days started shooting up and they started doing it on purpose because within a very, very small percentage of people were abusing it, a very small percentage. But the majority, it turns out that the majority of people are honest. The majority of people actually use their sick days when they actually need them. So then as soon as they implemented a cap on it, they saw sick days skyrocket to the point that they couldn't keep up with, uh, you know, covering shifts and all that stuff. The same thing happened with another study that they did in uh, Israel where in a daycare, um, if you showed up late, they wouldn't say anything. You would just text them, hey, I'm showing up a little bit late, blah, blah, blah. But people would, people in the great majority tended to show up on time to pick up their kids from daycare. But there was a little, there was a small percentage of people that would show up, you know, a few minutes late. So then this daycare in Israel said, hey, we're going to implement something. We're going to start charging people 10 whatever their currency is, $10 a day, $10 um, for every 10 minutes that they're late. So then they implemented that, but then these guys had multiple locations. So then they said, hey, half of the locations, we're not going to do anything. The other half, we're going to charge $10 for every 10 minutes. So then they decided to do like a social experiment. And then it turns out that where they implemented the $10 for 10 minutes, people started abusing it. And I'm like, oh, they're going to charge me. I'm going to pay, right? So then where they implemented the new rule, 
people started picking up their kids 20, 30 minutes late. And if they could afford the penalty, they didn't care. They would do it. It's like, oh, you're going to charge me? Here's the money, right? But the majority of the – and then the locations where they didn't implement that, people were staying consistently, picking up their kids as soon as they could, no longer – you know, like – they were pretty reasonable. So then what does that say? That says that people tend to be good people. Most people are good people. As much as many bad experiences of you uh, that you have had, I've had a lot of experience with people, uh, employees and coworkers and stuff. But what I'm trying to get at is that most people are responsible. Most people get the job done. Most people come through. So it's it, it, it fucked up. Que por uno. But I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, no. I think it's just that you're right. People are, are inherently good people, right? Most, most yeah. people. And I hope that, you know, nobody takes offense to what I, what I brought up or how I came across, but it really is just a matter of, it bothers me because the majority of the people that do need the new, you do need that moment, that time, yeah. that break, you know, it's going to basically now downplay when they say or it or make you skeptical of the other person. That yeah. So like if I come, if I came home and told my family, like, Hey man, I, Hey, my partner, Hey, Lucia, I, I need a, a, a mental health day, a, a self care day, whatever you're full of shit, you know, cause it's been abused. It's been perversed. So I hope that, you know, you take your time. Like you say, it's not about lessening your worth. You, I think we're taking that way in the beginning where, Hey, if I'm at work, What's more important, this job that I'm replaced tomorrow, somebody will replace me or my health, right? I get that. Yes, take care of yourself. Be conscious of your worth, all that, right? Because it matters. But all I'm saying is the abuse of the word and the phrase, it's what's causing it to be downplayed. So when someone really does need it, like you said earlier, it's the people that really need the sick days for the fire department. Because of these guys messing up, it's causing everybody else to get hurt. So I'm hoping that you know, just take it for what it's worth, a conversation. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, let's acknowledge that this fucking capitalist system, at least in the United States, like they're fucking having us be mindful or competing against each other, competing like, hey, do I need to take that sick day? Do how many sick days, sick days do I have? How many vacation days do I have? How many? It's like it's just like very um, stressful situation where we're all meerkats if you've never seen meerkats in the discovery channel go look up meerkats these motherfuckers are like on their hind legs always alert to when they're gonna get pounced by a fucking hyena or a fucking lion or wherever the fuck other predators down the road so then you have to like everybody has to relax man like and and, and right now um I, I remember we said we were gonna eventually talk about fucking world war three and putin like imagine everything that's going on we're fucking coming out of a pandemic um we're dealing with the potential world war three self-destruction annihilation of the fucking world and then on top of that we're inflation gas prices um and just another fucking whole world depression on top of that and then there's people trying to sell me nfts fuck your nfts motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like nothing against NFTs that are appropriately priced, but like, what the fuck? You paid how much for an NFT? I could have bought a house with that. <laughs> like, yeah, 
And in the meantime, well, all I want is insurance. All I want is like you can't, you can't have insurance. You can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. primos, thanks for hanging in there with us. I know we've dragged on a little more than usual, but uh, let us know your thoughts. You know, at my primos podcast on social media, we're on everything. I think everything except like we don't have a what is it? Uh, we have a Twitter. We're not, we're not on RT News, by the way. We need to get on that Russia Today. <laughs> We're not. We're not in Russia today, thankfully. But, but yeah, man, stay safe out there. Uh, take a moment for yourself, definitely. Within reason, I feel. Don't that's the, the phrasing. It. Don't abuse it because abuse when it. you abuse it, your fucking coworker is the one that pays for it and not your boss, not your manager, not, you know, like. Or even your partner, man, your personal life. Yeah, don't abuse partner, it. Yeah, don't abuse it. Your partner, you're being, dis you're being disrespectful. Like you said, you're not considering them anymore. I get it now. If you're if you're in a situation where you're going through that, you may look into some professional help because there could yeah. be some high functioning depression, like you said, fucking, Walter. And like and like you said, don't be fucking ashamed of that. We're all like, no, we we all we all look for something. So look for it. Look for the help. Reach out to anybody. You know, want to talk some smack? Join the Discord. We're always talking. Yeah, about man, we're always there. We got the Discord. See, we're on top of it. Maybe maybe we need to try the NFT thing. Maybe then people will listen to us. But if not, just go check us out, guys. Discord is there. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're on TikTok. And we didn't say. Take care. Hasta la próxima. Los quiero mucho. Calavera chucho.